Super Talk Mississippi media production. I'll pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, good Friday afternoon. Good Friday afternoon, everybody. Bob Getty and Kelly Sander, and we are on the road again today at Ramey Motors down here in Purvis. Michael Mergens back at the First Bank Studio getting us through the next hour. We're glad you're with us this afternoon, and uh, we're looking forward to talking to the guys down here at Ramey's. Always great guys uh, down here. Always have a good time. Basketball coach Jay Ladner going to join us a little later in the program. We are looking for basketball coach Joy Lee McNellis as well. Hopefully we'll find Coach McNellis here in just a few moments. Boy, they had a big win last night, Bob. Well, they did, and that's why we want to try to locate her. 63-61 win on the road against Louisiana Tech. They've come on here lately, Kelly. They're now 14-11, and 11 and, and Coach has got them playing here at the stretch. They started the season off red hot, and they're finishing the season off red hot. And you know if you have to choose one of the two, when it comes near tournament time, that's when you want to be playing your best ball. And right. the, the Lady Texters had a chance to win it, but the, uh, the, the Lady Eagles were able to defend and knock off a, a three-point shot that that, uh, that Tech missed. And the Lady Eagles got the rebound there with like a second left and, uh, and held on for a very exciting win. And, and really, it came down to the third quarter. The mm-hmm. third quarter, the Lady Eagles outscored the Lady Texters by 10 points. But other than that, it was just kind of give and take all night long. It was a battle, and any time you win on the road in any conference, in any division, you're doing something right, and that's three in a row that they've won on the road. Right. So that's even more remarkable. Right. So a great, great job last night by the Lady Eagle basketball team. Hopefully hopefully we can locate Coach McDellis and and get her thoughts here uh, before the end of the hour. want to uh, thank Dickie's Barbecue Pit for sponsoring the opening segment of the Eagle Hour, as they do every day. Great food, seven days a week. I kind of see it on my. I kind of see it in my future this weekend, Kelly. A stop by Dickie's on one of the ways to those ball games. A lot of people see that in their future. Right. I don't know if you guys are all looking at through the same crystal ball or not, but it, but if you are seeing it in the crystal ball, it works because right. uh, that's, that's that's a good right. future to have. Uh, so we'll be talking uh, to Coach Ladner a little later. They've got a big ball game coming up. Let's see. I've got a text here. They're having practice trying to see if she can break away. So that's okay. what we're doing right now. Uh, Coach Ladner coming on the show in a little bit. They've got a big game tomorrow against Middle Tennessee. We're in this pod play. So every game now really, really important. And the Eagles being being the number one seed in that third pod, they get to play the four seed in that pod, which is Middle Tennessee, on a home-and-away basis. So two of the remaining four games will be against Middle Tennessee. Then they've got Rice at Rice and UTEP here. Um, so even if the Eagles go 2-2, two and two, Bob, you know, you're hoping that they'll do better than two, but they should get into the, the Conference USA Tournament. All right, we found Coach McDellis. He graciously comes on the show and breaks away from practice just a few minutes. Congratulations, Coach. Kelly and I talking about that great, great win, 63-61 on the road last night at Louisiana Tech. You got your ladies. Uh, they're, they're smoking right here, Coach, at the end of the season. Well, I'm just going to say we're finding a way to win. 
um, in our last three games of all been on the road, and we've been very fortunate to be able to get three wins all on the road. And I will tell you, it just boils down to just guts, blood and guts, and making key plays in crunch time. We had talked to them going on, because we'd struggled after the loss of Shantae Hales, and we said the only way we're going to win is we've got to be the toughest team on the floor. We've got to the loose balls have to be in our favor. You know, we've got to be the one that's most effective defensively to try to create a something offensively because, honestly, with Shantae out, she helps generate a lot of our offense. And so that's that's been the difference. We've been the toughest team on the floor. And I think that's why we've been able to win. We've just got to carry that momentum into Charlotte on Saturday. Tomorrow. Here's the thing, too, Coach. You're, you're winning these games without your best player. Yes, and we are. And, again, that's a credit to this team. It's because it's been different players that's really stepped up. Now, in our last three games, respect Lee Tart's averaging 17 points a game. She is leading us in our last three games, and it's truly been, you know, she has taken some ownership in it. Kelsey Jones has played a key in it, sophomore post player. Allery Mays, Deja Almond's really elevated her overall leadership status with us and really has taken control of the game. And then we've had some bench production. And so I think that is truly, and that's what we've talked about, everybody has to have a piece of this pie for us to be able to get a win without Shantae Hales. Now tomorrow will be a real challenge, to be very honest with you. Charlotte beat Old Dominion last night. Old Dominion is setting at number one in Conference USA. Uh, we lost to Charlotte at Charlotte without Shantae Hale. Um, and, you know, it was a very close game at Charlotte. But, again, they had a couple of players that were injured, too, and they'll be back. So, tomorrow at Reed Green, I know we're the finale of the Big Four that's all going on tomorrow with beach volleyball, baseball, men's basketball, and then it's women's basketball at 4 o'clock. So, we need a huge crowd just to come on and finish up the day in Reed Green. Um and help us get a victory against Charlotte. Coach McNellis, down the stretch last night, your ladies hit some some key free throws and um, and held the Lady Bulldogs, or I still call them the Lady Bulldogs. I guess they call them the Texters, whatever. <laughs> missed a three point shot. You guys got you guys got the rebound to end the game. But when you look at um, when you looked at all the numbers from last night, you guys were with with Louisiana Tech nip and tuck in every quarter. But the third quarter, you guys hammered them. What was yeah. what was going right in the third quarter? That didn't go right in the other quarters. <laughs> yes, uh, you know, there you go. <laughs> we executed offensively extremely well in the third quarter, and why I don't know. We just did. It wasn't like we were running different stuff. It's just, uh, you know, I thought we were really focused. We were really locked in, um, and we went on that twelve zero run in that third quarter and hit big buckets for us. Actually, that's what I was just showing our team because it just stepped out of film, is what happened during our third quarter play and how we took control of that during that time. And, you know, I just think that our focus and our concentration was really good. Kelsey Jones was in the game then. She gets her foul. We have to take her out and hold her for the fourth quarter. Respect Lee Hart stepped up and played extremely well in that third quarter. Um, So, again, I just think that it's probably, and like I said, I just told the team, the third quarter and execution of half-court offense, no doubt, is the best that we've had uh, all year in that third quarter. And in that fourth quarter, again, they were pressuring us and 
got us rattled. We didn't handle their pressure defense in their full court very well. And normally we do. We handle it and can get layups out of it. But we were not able to do that um, last night against them. And so that's how they were able to rally back. But you're right. You know, Tech was in control uh, in that first half in the third quarters when the Lady Eagles took over. And, again, it's just we had solid execution there half court offense. And you talk about how your ladies have responded with the absence of Shante Hales. Talk about from a coaching standpoint, it's amazing to me how when whatever team, whatever gender, whatever sport, when a star player goes down, people think, oh, this might be the end of it. But it is amazing to me how many times that other players then, the the overused term is is step up. But, I mean, when they get that opportunity, they seem to always make the most of it. It's amazing to me how the human psyche can turn on and turn off. Oh, it can. And I will be honest with you, Kelly. You know, we struggled initially. Now, again, we were playing the top half of Conference USA during that time as well when we were trying to adjust without Shantae Hills, and that made it a lot tougher because usually in those third quarters, that's what jumped on our back. It would get us, um, and we just couldn't push through that. Uh, but we have gotten better at that, and we are not playing. Now, Charlotte's in the top part of the league. And then we'll have UAB that's at the top part of the league coming up uh, as well. And then UTEP. So our three of our final four games here are against teams that are in the back in the top half of the league. Uh, but we've played these last three games on the road against teams that are in the bottom half of the league. And that makes a difference. Let's just be honest. It does. And so we it was the battle of the middle to the bottom half of the league. And we were fortunate enough to be able to come up. And our team really, really rattled. Uh, I mean, rallied and was able to get some wins. And then we, we've seen some players grow up right before our eyes because of the loss of Shantae Hills. And we've been able to see yeah, but you, some growth in them and take ownership. But, but you talk about, you know, you want them on the road, though. And I don't care who you're playing on the road in any league. It's tough to win on the road. It is. It is. It, it, it is tough to win on the road. Very tough. And, you know, and you've won three in a row. It's a lot Officials call your way. You don't feel like a lot of things go your way on the road. And so you're right. It was on the road. And, you know, we've got to be – and we are. We're very proud of that to win three in a row. And it gives our our players a lot of confidence to be able to come back home and face the Charlotte team that we felt like at Charlotte, if we would have made free throws down the stretch, we would have had an opportunity to win. All right, Coach. Well, we sure appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. I know you're at practice with your kids right now. We uh, look forward to the game tomorrow afternoon. We'll try to catch up with you next week and get an update. That good? Okay. I sure appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right. Coach Joy Lee McNellis, everybody, one of our very favorite people on the Eagle Hour. When we come back, Kelly, who is the expert on side-by-sides, four-by-fours, three-by-sevens, two-by-fours, He's going to be talking to Dakota from Ramey Motors next on the Eagle Hour. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Broadcasting from Ramey Motors in Purvis. 
Kelly Sander and Bob Getty on the Eagle Hour on our Super Talk Mississippi affiliates and stations across the state. Dakota Baker joins us now from Ramey Motors, who most people know him from Ramey Motors, but you, you might have heard all the latest news on ESPN about the Purvis High School alumni baseball game where he was uh, featured, him and, and other has-beens. Oh, I didn't say that, did I? <laughs> Dude, it was a great turnout. Me and Tony put that thing on. I think we had over 150 people there, had over 50 guys sign up. Um, you know, we only had one injury, one pulled groin, so that was the last inning of the last game. So that wasn't too bad. But, man, great weather, great people, raised a bunch of money. That was I was just shocked that we had – when you pulled in, it looked like it was a baseball game going on, like a real baseball game. It had 150 people in the stands announcing. We had concessions. I had um, – Sheriff's deputies there. Then I also had the uh, ambulance there too. So, but luckily none of that had to be used. So, well, not that day, but uh, the, that day. the rehab facilities were Woo! pretty busy. The next. next year, Tylenol, Bengay, and Biofreeze will probably sponsor us for sure. But you had to feel good to get out there and still oh, smack man, one over the it's, fence it, every once in a while. And that's what I was kind of telling you earlier. I got a guy just come out of Double uh, A ball. Lane was pitching to me in the cage. Man, I ain't seen pitching in a while. Lane's bumping at 85, 86, and I can barely touch it. And then Farlow turns the machine on 50. So I'm out front bad. Most of us are. But it was still a good time, man. I, I brought one of the old high school bats. It's not BB core. So it actually sounded like he was playing baseball. I turned instead of hitting the, whatever the things they swing now are. Well, you know, the more we the more we reminisce, the more grandiose the stories become. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so let's talk about what's going on here at Ramey Motors. Not a cloud in the sky here today in Lamar County. Finally, after seeing nothing but rain in the last five or six days, and you guys are uh, are working hard. These side by sides are going like hotcakes. They're they? rolling, man. We uh, today's a big day for us. We've got uh, two guys from Indiana, one from Illinois, one from Ohio, and uh, one from Utah. Wasn't there one from Tennessee over there too? Tennessee, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, but then those that's just today's traffic. And then of course we've got you know Shannon and Dean's got some local guys on ATVs. But tomorrow we have uh, two more guys from Utah. A guy from Georgia and Florida driving up tomorrow. It's it's, it's gearing up, man. The weather is the biggest thing. We've been real slow. Lot traffic, foot traffic. The last few days, but man, this this pretty weather. These guys weren't coming until Saturday, but the weather was beautiful today, and they drove. They left at twelve, uh, no, ten o'clock last night from Indiana. Drove down. So, what what do most people? What do they assign the side by sides to do? What to do, do most people so these, get them for? These guys here all got talent. So, a talent is the sport side by side, one hundred seven naturally aspirated horsepower, um, six speed dual clutch transmission. They're just real fun and sporty to ride. Um, it's got the same transmission that that Honda and Acura use in their race cars or Formula One cars, just a lot smaller version of it, of course. Um, but those are all like rock crawlers, sand dunes, jumping big things like that. And you see these right here, the pioneers. Those are more your farmers, hunters, and some guys buy them to jack them up. Mud ride as well, but I mean, just just like with Honda, everything, man, it's just the dependability of what you're getting in the product. Yeah, no, no boat season. The duck hunting was is just we're kind of getting to the end of that season. Yeah, yeah, and we're we that's been really besides Honda our most traffic here lately. We've sold probably I think we sold eight boats this month of it, mainly bass boats and a couple bay boats, the duck boats. Like you said, they've all died off now, but river boats and bay boats are, are heating up really good. So and it's tax season and and that always is a good time of year good for you time. guys too because people are looking to if they're their business expanding their business they can you know buy equipment and the biggest thing for us really is our smaller Honda ATVs but man these lawnmowers a lot of people bring the tax returns in for the package deals I mean you can come in with a decent tax return and leave here with a package deal ready to go cut grass for a living or on the side and that's that's what we're getting a lot of traffic on here lately is our uh, package one and package two deals they're uh, really moving well forward right now so you talk about the side-by-sides you've talked about uh, the mowers you've talked about the boats is there is there any type of vehicle that you don't 
sell here at, at Ramey's. He's thinking. I'm thinking. <laughs> but I think just about everything with a motor. Everything with the motor that you don't have to have a pilot license for, I believe. Well, I believe we've got it covered, which they have ventured into the Honda jet. There there was a call on that the other day made. Actually, I think Bob drove in that jet. Uh, what's that car you guys drove in the last couple times? Oh, the Tesla. Yeah. That thing feels like one. I, I asked Mr. Bob if he had any heart trouble before I took off because it really does. <laughs> it, it's like really fast because I had a guy in there and, and he didn't tell me. He's like, man, I... He said, I think I'll be fine. I said, all right. Well, he had a pacemaker, and I was like, all right, I don't want to agitate that thing, man. Right. And, but, uh, but, you know, as we get closer to May, that's graduation time, too, Dakota. Absolutely. There might be parents out there looking for a, a, a used a pre-owned vehicle or a new car for their college oh, man, or high we, school uh, graduate. You know, Taylor right now with tax season and, and, and then the end of the year uh, for school year coming up, Taylor's really gearing up on Honda Accords, Nissan Altima, Maxima. You know, a good car for 20000 or less keeping your budget Um so it's, it's fixing to be a big time. We're fixing to be busy. We got we fenced off some more uh, land over here for us, so we're going to push some more inventory there for both sides and kind of clean up a little bit up here and use more cars because I think we're fixing to sign up uh, two more tractor vendors. Okay, okay. So we're fixing to expand there, and hopefully – Next uh, time we're here, we can talk more about that. I hope so. And then Brian's got a couple uh, – I think Brian's working with two more um, ATV lenders as well right now that are wanting to come on board with us. So – Big things to come, man. It, it was when I first started, it was like, bang, we had G3, bang, we had Gravely and Honda and Mahindra. And we've kind of plateaued, but we've, we've, we've been gearing up for a for a big spring here. So it's uh, it's fixing to hit it all at once, I think. Man. Now, when you go to, and you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle, it's important that you go to a place that you can trust because it is pre-owned. And lots of times it's let the buyer beware. Yep. But you guys go the extra mile, literally and figuratively, to make sure that the pre-owned vehicle they Absolutely, get man. is a good one. Absolutely. Like Casey and Tony, they do great with them. They got Carfax reports on everything we have here. Um, you can pull how many miles, warranties and everything. Casey's very good with our warranties. Tony does really good with the back end on finance with everybody. So you can get whatever you need here. And if we don't have it, man, we can have it within two or three business days of finding it. So so, so it's not like uh, this This is not – there used to be an old franchise called Rent-A-Wreck. Do you remember that? Where you could uh, – probably before your day. Probably, but, probably, yeah. but it was it was a rental car place, and you didn't know what – it was inexpensive. <laughs> you probably but, got that one we took out in the parking lot and done burnouts in and yeah. pulled the e-brake on it. Yeah, yeah there you go. Uh, but that's not what that's not what you're going oh, to get absolutely here. Not, you know. no. Well, when Taylor buys vehicles, we send them to a PSI, which is post-sale inspection. If they don't pass, auction buys it back. Um, and then when they get here, we have our mechanics do a 182-point inspection on all our used vehicles. They go in, they get a full oil change, you know, cabin filter, air filter, whatever needs to be changed. Whenever they're ready to leave, they're 100% ready to get on the road and go. What about some people that, uh, and, and sometimes at no fault of their own, might have had a bump in their credit road or things like that? How do you... Uh... Oh, man, we've got lenders on both sides for... for Certain credit tiers, man, you know, some people that may have just had medical bills. That's a big thing we, we battle with here is medical bills, and we have special lenders for that on both sides. Car side's very strong with it. Um, we don't see it too much on, on our side on the power sports much, um, but like I said, we still have lenders for all credit tiers. So what what season, uh, deer season's finishing up, Doc? Where do we go next? Well, it, turkey season's was, coming up. I was just going to say, I figured know, it'd be turkey. Turkey season, but... Sh- you really, I mean, turkey hunting, it's it's more, you know, you get in your truck, you run out there, and you get out, and then it's just almost a foot race from there. So, But after that, fishing season's coming, which that's boat season now, man. We'll be sailing yeah. these boats at the time. Uh, people will buy them now, wait till turkey season's over, and hit the water around May. So, 
And we get a lot of people. You, you mentioned that, that there are people here from you know Utah, Tennessee, Ohio. How does that happen? Man, uh, so Brian, our general manager, has got three or four groups he has, Honda Pioneer, uh, Honda Talon, uh, Honda Riders, and he's the moderator and administrator. He he come up with those groups four or five years ago. He puts those all out over Facebook. He also boosts. I mean, we have our Facebook marketplace. We use you know me, Shannon, and Dean on our side have probably sixty units just on Facebook Marketplace. Now, we post them all around Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana, Panhandle of Florida. Um, same way with the car guys here. That's what they do. You know, you get out there and, you know, Taylor's got everything on Car Gurus, Car This, Car That. Not real up-to-date with them on all theirs, but I know Car Gurus is big. Tony and Casey Hound, Facebook with them, Marketplace. Really, that's that's our biggest tool of Facebook. And, and the power of advertising, though, if you're going to advertise on the radio, Super Talk is the way you want to go because you've actually had calls from the Delta people who have heard this Absolutely. show. Yes, sir. The other day I had a, um, a, one of Luke's friends called, and he, he had listened to us on the radio and bought it, come down and bought a four-wheeler from us. And the other day I did have a credit app come in from a guy that listened to us on a boat. Um, he's, still in, he's still working right now offshore, but still... Wait on that. I forgot to tell you about that one earlier, too. So, Well, if he's a friend of Luke's, it's only one of three guys. So, <laughs> so, so we could probably. Yeah, we can reel two of them out right here. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah, yeah, by process of elimination. So you said tomorrow is a big day. Is that, are Saturdays generally your biggest day? You know, from about the end of November, you know, other than the week, the week of Christmas, we're just bowed up. But, man, right now. From here until, I would say, honestly, till the end of probably August, every Saturday. Just, last Saturday, we'd done, just between me and Brian, we'd done 10 Hondas. Saturday before that, nothing. This Saturday, we've scheduled to have eight people come in just to buy Hondas. That's not lot traffic or somebody coming in on a splurge buy or whatever the case may be. And, and before we let you go, Dakota Baker, when did these side-by-sides get to be the red-hot thing? I would say probably about eight or nine years ago, they started getting more popular. And now it's just the features you can get on one. You know, really and truly, I would say we sell probably three to four side-by-sides to our four-wheelers. I mean, it usually anybody over about 30 years old, they're all going to the side-by-side market. And the younger guys that's wanting to mud ride and have fun, they're buying the four And occasionally we have ranchers and people buy a couple of ranchers or foremans just to just to work on the farm. But, man, most people are all going to side-by-side, just the luxury and comfortable. Guys are so comfortable. Yeah, the younger guys who's, who still play in the high school baseball alumni that's games. That's it. That's it. <laughs> are still on the... <laughs> Absolutely, uh, but. But everything that you need here at Ramey Motors, and it's located on Highway 589. It's parallel between I-59 and Highway 11. Absolutely. So you're right here, uh, and this is where you want to be. Come enjoy this beautiful weather and see the complete selection of power vehicles here at Ramey Motors. Glad to be here. Always good to see you, Dakota. Absolutely. Man, next year, the alumni game, we're going to get you all there. Okay, we'll be umpires or something. Absolutely, we he, gotta have we gotta have you all there next. Dakota's year. arm's still suffering a little it's bit. Still for, suffering at the moment, <laughs> but uh, he'll be back, and so will Bob Getty be back as the Eagle Hour continues after these commercial messages. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Welcome back to the Friday edition of the Eagle Hour, broadcasting live this afternoon from Ramey Motors here in Purvis, Mississippi. We want to thank Campus Bookmark, campusbookmark.net, for their support of our program. You can pick out your Southern Miss apparel no matter where you live at campusbookmark.net. 
They'll deliver it right to your front door. If you're in town this weekend for baseball or basketball or volleyball or whatever reason, if you came to see Kelly, you can uh, go to Campus Bookmart on Hardy Street right across the street from the Southern Miss Campus. Also want to thank Kelly. One of mine and your favorite places, 4th Street Bar and Grill, where you can get a great lunch. It's catfish day today. I kind of wish we were there uh, for just $8.95. And, you know, people will say, too, when they have that lunch, they'll go, man, not only is it an inexpensive lunch, but the portions are huge. And so it's you, good. Yeah, so even if you're a big boy like me, you know. You know husky. Husky. That's that's husky. right. You're not going to let, let that go, are you? Burgess, did you ever hear that term growing up in Illinois that he was husky? They used to have blue jeans, you know, that were labeled as husky. Yeah, I don't think Michael's talking to us. He's not going to respond well, he, to your husky. He, he might be busy. We got a lot of stuff we got to still get to on the show. But while right. we get a chance, Bob, we had a had a FedEx driver uh, here right. at Ramey's delivering some stuff today, and he was kind of starstruck because he knew we were doing the show. And he said, "Man, I listen to the show every single day. Appreciate that. Yeah, too. yeah. We, and we hear that a lot, and we thank you for we the do kind thank words. Thank you very much. All right, baseball tonight, Kelly. It's going to be chilly. <laughs> it's going to be pretty cold tonight. Uh, Gabe Shepard starting tonight, sophomore flamethrower for the Golden Eagles uh, on the mound. Walker Powell set to start the game tomorrow afternoon. Chandler Best, the freshman, going to get his second start uh, Sunday afternoon. Game time tonight at 6, 2 o'clock tomorrow, 1 o'clock on Sunday. Central Arkansas coming into town. They've won 100 baseball games in the past three years. and uh, Their play-by-play guy, Kelly, I'm not sure if you were with us that day or not, uh, reminded us that it was about four years ago that Central Arkansas went to Starkville and won two out of three against State, got on the bus, came to Hattiesburg, won two out of three against Southern Miss. So Central Arkansas, not an easy out for the Golden Eagles this weekend. No, and they play in the in the Southland Conference, and we've talked about the Southland before and how um, that the, their sport that they really take pride in and where their teams are most consistently competitive is in the game of baseball and Lane Burroughs you know a former assistant at Southern Miss who's now at Louisiana Tech he was at Northwestern State in the Southland Conference before going to La Tech so uh, the Southland puts out some really good uh, quality baseball teams and this would be you know this would be as they say these RPI builders are things that would really um, add to your resume some wins over over Central Arkansas this weekend would uh, would be good things for the Eagles to be able to pull out. It's another one of the great things I think about college baseball in, in that every school can be competitive almost. And, uh, you just, you know, you don't take, you don't take things for granted in college baseball. Uh, a team like a Central Arkansas comes in here, their pitcher could be owned tonight. And I think they have uh, one kid that they think is, is going to be drafted pretty high after this year. You still never know, do you? No, and, and with your rotations, too, do you throw, if, if you do have the one stud pitcher, do you throw him against the other team's stud pitcher? Or do you, do you shuffle him down there to, to the Sunday starter in hopes that you garner that win for sure? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of cat and mouse that's played. Usually coaches will set their Friday, Saturday, Sunday pitchers up so that the pitchers can mentally prepare, knowing that they're going to go, you know, a certain day. But um, anyway, that's that's kind of the way that's kind of the way you know that works. Well, Kelly, it's going to be down in the upper 30s tonight by the end of the game, maybe mid 30s. How does that affect? How does that affect the game tonight? Well, it's certainly it's certainly from a from a pitching from a pitching stand uh, a pitching standpoint. 
And by the way, still to come, we're going to be talking uh, basketball with uh, assistant coach Kyle Rohn here. We're going to try to get a hold of him uh, shortly. We'll get uh, Michael to maybe give him a call and, and get him on the show. But um, from a pitching standpoint, it's definitely going to be on, on a pitch count. When it's this cold, your arms aren't in shape like they should be. I would really expect, and that that's an advantage for the Golden Eagles, as deep as they are pitching-wise. So when you've got a kid like a Gabe Shepard, a Walker Powell, that's so important, but Gabe Shepard in particular, because he's going to pitch tonight, so important to your team throughout the year, is it dangerous to pitch him tonight in this kind of weather? No, it's not dangerous. I just think you just have to be careful you know, with, with, your, with your pitch counts, uh, because this is, a, this is also a non-conference game. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and as many kids are having Tommy John surgery and things like that now, again, I think as the game goes forward at any level, I think pitch counts and things like that are going to become much more in vogue just because they're trying to save you know, these kids' arms. It's, um, it's, it's tough. It's, it's really tough. Because the, the motion of a pitcher in baseball, it, the body is not designed to throw that way. Mm-hmm. The reason you never have softball pitchers having injuries or Tommy John surgeries is because physiologically that is the way the body is designed Mm -hmm. to throw the ball underhand. There's nothing anatomically, physiologically correct in the way a baseball pitcher has to throw. Mm -hmm. That's why there's so much stress on the elbow and the shoulder. So as it's cold, the arms aren't in shape like they should be. The temperatures are going to make it more difficult. I would just think that all pitchers for all teams to be on a short yeah. leash. As odd as as odd as the motion appears to be in fast pitch softball. I mean, if you watch a girl pitch a fast, you think, my word, you know, she's going to throw her shoulder out of joint. But yet they can turn right around and pitch two games in a row. They'll they'll pitch forty games in a season. Right. Yeah, I mean, forty games. Whereas a guy, even if even if he's pitched uh, one inning, like a relief pitcher, let's say for three straight days he's pitched one inning. And the coach will get on the pregame show and say, well, he's not available today. He's pitched three innings right. <laughs> over the past three days. Right. It's just the nature. It's just the way the body is designed. And you know, the, the Olympic softball teams that have been so successful for the USA, Lisa Fernandez pitched, she pitched 60, 70 times, and it's just not a big deal, again, because that's the way the body is designed right. to work. So it's interesting. Now, we had a couple of pitchers that played for Hill Denson that t- told us one time that uh, – Coach Denson didn't know nothing about no pitch count, and you might throw 150, 60 pitches. And we asked Coach Denson about that, and he just smiled and said, I, I don't know anything about that. But as, <laughs> as medical technology has advanced and as research has advanced, it's certainly no secret that when you've got in travel ball and all the things we've talked about travel ball before, when these kids at 14 and 15 are throwing as many innings as they are and they're throwing benders and sliders and all this kind of stuff, then that's even tougher on the arm. Mm-hmm. So as these kids are having more complications when they're younger, I just think the natural byproduct is going to be we have to be careful. You've thrown a number of benders in your life, haven't you? Yeah, but not, not on the baseball yeah, field. That's, no, I that's, know. We're that's, talking about a different, uh, different type of bender. Different show. Uh, so be sure you bring plenty of blankets tonight. Wear some warm clothes because I do believe that maybe the coldest place in the United States is Pete Taylor Park. Especially when the wind gets blowing. That's cold. Now, look, Joy Lee McNellis talked earlier on the show that that women's basketball is the fourth of the quadruple header tomorrow. Well, one of those, and there's beach volleyball. How would you like to be playing beach volleyball tomorrow in those outfits, as cold as it's going to be? Yikes. You know, I, I'm not touching that. No, I'm just, I'm just saying, those poor girls. <laughs> I'm not gonna. You know, those poor girls. I see the look on your face. Playing in that cold. I'm not gonna. 
Awful. I'm not going to engage in that. I don't think beach volleyball players play in sweatsuits, do they? But that's what they would need tomorrow. Probably tomorrow they are, Kelly. I would th- I've never been to a beach volleyball game, in all honesty, so I don't know. Yeah, I haven't. I've just seen them on TV. So we but, should check out one. Yeah. We should check out one. It's right behind the big volleyball complex. Yeah. The beach right, volleyball. Right, in between the pain center and... Uh, right, where you used to could park to go to baseball. <laughs> or basketball. <laughs> or basketball. But yeah, now the volleyball courts, the indoor volleyball <laughs> courts. Then, then now you can't uh, you can't do that anymore. All right, basketball, we had some trouble finding a coach, but they've got a big game tomorrow. Important for them, isn't it? Yeah, actually, Kyle Rohn tried to call me on my phone, so I think that's probably his cue that he's ready to go, but Michael doesn't have Kyle's number, so we're going to, okay. in the commercial break, we'll... we'll get together here with Kyle Rohn and get his thoughts on the game with Middle Tennessee. But this is one, Bob, that they'd really like to have back. I'm sure that that it's good that they're getting a mulligan here because they went up to Murfreesboro and expected to win that game because everybody else in Conference USA was was beating Middle Tennessee, and Middle Tennessee pulled off the win. And the fact that they get two out of the last four against the Blue Raiders, uh, they're going to get another chance to go up there and win. But they've got to tend to business tomorrow. And again, really, the Eagles is the top seed in that final pod. They just won a couple games. They'll secure... You know, the good news is they'll secure their spot in the Conference USA postseason tournament. The bad news is they'll have to play, you know, one of the top two teams. You know, but and, if, and, yeah, and let me point out that game tomorrow as a, on ESPN three. Yeah, so if you're in other parts of the state uh, and you want to check it out, you can uh, go to ESPN three and, and catch the game tomorrow at twelve o'clock. I was going to say that's a noon start. Okay, uh, last week I think it was at two, and the reason the odd noon start is because they're trying again to not overlap basketball, baseball, beach volleyball, and the other things that are that are going on tomorrow. We've got a, a basketball doubleheader tomorrow. The men at twelve and the women at four. What do you say you go with me tonight and we do what we see sometimes on those football games? Let's let's take our shirts off and just show how tough we can be and sit out tonight shirtless at the baseball game. Yeah, you good with that? Well, you know, I, I did was was in a bodybuilding contest one time and won most abs. I know, I heard that. <laughs> and you took your shirt off one time at the beach. At, there we go. <laughs> Tell Morgan the son of a. You took your shirt off at the beach one time. It didn't work out well either, did it? No, the people and they were. I know they were being kind, but they kept pushing me back to the. They said, let's get him in the water, and people would dump buckets of water on me, and uh, where's his blowhole, you know? <laughs> Talk about not going anywhere. <laughs> oh, Lord, let's take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Southern Miss to the top. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Glad you're with us this afternoon. We're at Ramey Motors here in Purvis, Mississippi. Appreciate Dakota coming on as he does every time we come down here. Man, everywhere you, every time we come, it's, it, you're always amazed. It's just today it's wall to wall four wheelers inside uh, as Honda four wheelers, as far as you can see. Some motorcycles back in the back. Gravely lawnmowers out front. We've got tractors over to one side. We've got uh, side-by-sides in front of us here. We've got boats. We've got cars, trucks, SUVs, 
It is a it is really a a guy's kind of paradise down here, isn't it? And right outside the door too, the zero um, right. zero turn lawnmowers, which it won't be long now before uh, spring gets here and and lawns start to awaken, and you'll be getting the buzz of lawnmowers going here pretty quickly. So, so you can uh, and allergies will start <laughs> flaring up and all that. Uh, they're located here in Purvis. I've got a great website you can go to. Uh, and, and people really use that. Uh, Dakota telling us earlier, there are guys from four different states down here right now doing the paperwork on, on their their side by side. The thing that, that you really like about Ramey Motors too is it's still it's a they're still small town folks, right. you know, that are meet you with a handshake and and um, you know treat you fairly, just like you you know like the golden rule is what they use here. And it's nice sometimes when you get gobbled up in corporate America to still see. Some mom and pop type, you know, operations going on that that know how to treat you. you right. Know? So we appreciate them having us down. We come down the uh, third Friday of every month, and uh, we look forward uh, every time we come. I don't want to ask both of you guys something here in the last few minutes. We have. Uh, I was reading last night uh, a really great young tight end in the NFL by the name of Jordan Reed. Uh, played six years for the Redskins. Had seven concussions in six years. Uh, the Redskins cut him last night, and he immediately signed with the New England Patriots. And here's a young man that I'm assuming has made a lot of money in his life and, and I guess enough to live the rest of his life pretty comfortably on. But, guys, seven concussions, seven brain concussions, and he's going to continue to play. Uh, you know, you have sympathy for young men like that, but you wonder should the league not have some sort of policy to better protect these young people from from what could be a life-threatening injury if this continues? Well, you would certainly think that his own physician right. would advise him, you know, one way or the other. But then, but then, Bob, you just have to leave it up to right. You know, you don't you don't know what his financial obligations are. You don't know. Whether he's done a you know good job of putting money away, I mean, to you and me, that that type of money would certainly be ample to live on, but we probably don't live at that same life li- same lifestyle too. But um, I- I'm sure, especially in this this litigious society we're in today, that somebody's been advising him of you know medically. Mm-hmm. what would be the best thing to do. But ultimately, everybody's mm-hmm. got to be responsible for their own call. Michael, you find that disturbing when you hear about a young athlete like that that suffered so many brain injuries and just cannot seem to walk away from the sport that's creating those health issues? Yes, but you know how many athletes there are out there in every sport that, unfortunately, playing that sport is their only identity. It defines who they are, and if they're not doing that, then they feel that they're nobody, and there is that mentality out there. Yeah, and it, that they become insignificant. Yeah. yeah, I think that's an excellent point. I, th- I think that probably gets to the root of what a lot of it is. And, and, and Michael, a, a kid like a Jordan Reed, you know he's been playing football since he was old enough to put a helmet on. Mm-hmm. That's really the only thing that he's ever identified with in his lifetime and that's how everybody that knows who he is or knows him identifies him as as a professional football player right but then you think well why couldn't you go into coaching or some aspect of that but i guess being that Mm -hmm. player and being able to say i play professional football that's everything to him and how many times do these football coaches this is not a concussion related issue but but coaches will be coaching college football till they're 82 or 83 mm-hmm. years old and people go man what's the use of having all that money 
Mm-hmm. If you can't spend it, and they'll go, well, they don't have any hobbies. So the lesson today is, guys, get a hobby. Yeah, you know, yeah. so that you've got something to do once you walk away. And some seem seem perfectly capable of walking away at the right time. You know, uh, Billy Sims, I think, was his name. Well, and now look at, at, at well, football players for sure, but 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 uh, coaches are even. You know, Bob Stoops at Oklahoma. Retired, stepped away. Yeah, in his in the prime of his life, because he just said family to me is more right. important. And Urban Meyer eventually got to that point. Urban Meyer's not right. an old man by any stretch That's of right. the imagination. He's still doing some broadcasting, but guys start getting family into perspective, and um, it, it, it changes your point of view. Well, look here at us. The three of us have made millions of dollars working in the radio industry, and yet here we sit. Wait, that is, is that's why we're about, sitting Michael. there, yeah. <laughs> Mil- probably right, well, have maybe, made maybe millions together. and also, also spent millions in all those years, too. So that's Correct. why we're still sitting here. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to make millions anymore because Bernie's going to take... Yeah. He'll take 75% of it, yeah. my friend. So I'm not working. We're sharing the wealth if yeah. Bernie gets elected. I just want you to understand that. <laughs> there won't be any because everybody will quit work. Yeah, that's, right? that's, the, that's 100% correct. All right, lots of activities. We have beach volleyball. We have men's basketball, baseball, women's basketball tomorrow, and the Golden Eagles back on the baseball diamond tonight at 6 o'clock. We'll be pre-gaming tomorrow at 4th Street. I will be anyway, there so you go. see wanna, you there. I want to thank Ramey Motors for having us down here. Always fun to come down here and uh, participate with these guys. Look forward to our next trip. And we'll catch up with Coach Ladner and Coach yes, Roan a little bit. They, they had to rejuggle their basketball practice schedule today. We'll get them back uh, on next week. Right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back Monday. And until then, Southern Miss to the, the top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.